Hey guys, Nick Drossos, Dr. Andrew Steinberg, and welcome to another episode of Have the Balls to Talk About It. And this week, our special guest is professional coach and business consultant, Norman Tam. Nice to meet you, Norman, guys. thank awesome. you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure, guys. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the benefits of you know, working with a coach. What it is, what you do, yeah. how you can help Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know what, guys? Working with a coach is really just about defining where you want to go, working on what's been kind of blocking you to get there, and then just diving into all that crap and sorting things out. So, But, but what, what's the difference between a, a, a coach yeah. and a Therapist. consultant? Yeah. A coach and a consultant? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, a coach and a therapist and a consultant, I guess. Yeah, okay. So, there, yeah. There's overlap with all of them. Yeah, so uh, let's start with a coach and therapist. And I'll give you the answer that my clients uh, most often give is that, you know, clients that have come to me that have been working with a therapist for sometimes for years um, tell me there's a lot of exploration in the past, a lot of exploration in particular traumas, um, things that have, you know, that they've walked through in, in their past life. Um, and a, a lot of playing in that emotional space, which um, you know, I'm not here to advocate one versus another. Um, like I said, it's really more about the feedback I get. A coach, on the other hand, really plays in the future state. So you are where you are now. I'm going to work with you. I'm interested enough about your past to identify maybe what's blocking you to go forward. But then I don't really care that much. You don't have to get all Freudian and... Uh... No, I actually, no. And, I, and usually my clients, that's, that's the feedback I get as well from my clients, is they appreciate yeah. that. They appreciate yeah. that it's, it's really more of a proactive approach now. Yeah. What do we do now? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a coach's skill set and uh, what we use in our back pocket are a whole bunch of tools to actually get people planning tools. Mm -hmm. So let's talk concrete. You're saying you want to be happier. You're saying you want to be more fit. You want to be, you know, uh, more productive at work. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, what do we actually need to do to make that happen? What habits are you actually going to change to get there? Right. So, you know, um, a lot of the, the stuff that I work on with my clients, just daily habits, morning routine, you know, putting a little bit of mindfulness, meditation in people's habit, get them self-reflecting a little more, have them realizing where they are in their week versus that goal that we talked about. To get closer, and you know, usually within three, four, you know, I don't want to be guaranteeing any, anything here, but like the process is about three, four weeks, and we start to see habits changing. Right. Like the brain reprogramming a little bit, saying, "Okay, I feel good. I like what I'm doing here. Waking up each morning, trying something different, trying different behavior at work." You know, a lot of uh, people I work with on the career coaching side is, you know, try this out in your next meeting. Right. Just play play around with it. Right. And then they come back on the next session, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, I actually went out there and I was like, my, my palms were sweating at first, but you know. But it takes time yeah. to reprogram. You know, I think it's more a question, it's a great question. I think it's more a question of um, how much effort you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, if you're, if you're really kind of um, hyped about doing the work, mm -hmm. like I said, literally weeks. Yeah. I mean, these, and these are issues that maybe someone's been dealing with for years. Yeah. Can start turning around in weeks. Others, you know, that that kind of are a little bit more um, trapped in their past habits. Yeah, it's just the way I like to put it because I think everyone wants to change. Yeah, it might take a little bit more time. Yeah. yeah. And at what point do you? So you guide them through it. Yep. 
and at what point, do you, how much pressure do you put on somebody? If you see they're not doing sure. the work, yeah. if they're slacking, if they're coming to see you, you know, like uh, how, how do you get them to do it? Because that's a very common yeah. thing. Even myself yeah. training a client, trying to get them in shape. At what point? At some point, you got to squeeze them. I, I think Nick, one of the um, the things that you know, to be a great coach, you really have to be um, aware of who's in front of you. Mm. You know, and mm -hmm. and a lot of the time that's a gift. You know, what I'll do with one client is definitely not going to work with another. So if I see that someone is in a ready state to be pushed, I'm going there. You know, I'm 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 laying around the pressure and I'm saying, okay, by next week, let's let's do the following things. How do you feel about that? Can you do that? Um, that approach is just going to completely backfire with another. You know, with, with someone else who's just not uh, mindset ready. You know, to start going through this, and I've seen many cases where I ask things, and you know, um, so you know, the, the engagements usually we're we're always working on mindset first mm -hmm. before we even talk about the goal and you know what it is you want to accomplish three months from now. Because if the mindset's not right, I mean, you know this, yeah, it's, it, it, the mindset's the foundation. Mm -hmm. If the foundation's right, you can start layering all kinds of great stuff. You know, like places they've never gone before, you can start layering on top. But if the mindset's not there. They'll say yeah, 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 mm -hmm. you know, to you in, in your face, and then you follow up, you know, on the next session, and you ask, well, how did that experiment go? That you were gonna, you know, you're gonna have that talk with your boss. How did that go? So they have to have the the desire to change, and obviously yeah. everyone in your office does. That's why they're there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have to be ready to change it. But now I, I assume also yeah. you work on having a goal. Do, do some people come in not knowing what their goal is? Absolutely. So there's there's some clients that come in just saying, I know something's wrong. Right. I'm not feeling good. I know something's different. Something's off. I'm feeling more anxious. I've never felt anxious in my life. Now I'm waking up and I'm, you know, uh, I'm really struggling with not being good in my skin. I feel a little depressed. So they need testosterone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was telling you about that. Yeah, you know what? And it could very well be, but obviously a lot of the um, the, the, the questioning that starts to happen is, yeah. um, you know. When did it start? You know, let's let's backtrack a little bit. You know, what, can you identify a period where you started feeling a little bit more this in this uneasy way? And 99, you know, percent of the time, it, we zero in on well, you know, this kind of happened, and since then, I really haven't been feeling the same. Okay, great. And and a lot of that is kind of that therapy aspect because you got to explore, you got to dig a little bit, you know. Um, but then we realize, you know, more importantly, like okay. How do you want to feel again? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's well, that's where I put the focus on. It's like great, you're here, but how do you want to feel again? And how are we going to get there together? And you know, we we work through that process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how does that change from, uh, or or where's the line, or it's a blurred line from someone who's coming to you to coach them to do better in business, or in their work life? Yeah. And someone who, and and then someone coming to you as a business consultant. Yeah. Different. Great, different. great question. And you know what? Um, although there are differences, because the topic is obviously very different. So if someone coming to me saying, um, "I just want to feel um, happier because I've just had a, pa a rough patch in the last three six months," is very different from a business owner asking me, "Well, how am I going to get to twenty five million to fifty million? Mm -hmm. Very That's different true. question in terms of uh, in terms of content. Mm -hmm. But I got to be honest with you guys, like it's the same mindset issue sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like we actually go down the same path. We go, we go down. We explore the same tools. We explore the same um, uh, limiting beliefs mm -hmm. of why do you why do you think you can't get there? What's blocking you to get there? 
So you, know, you can appreciate that even though the content is different, the approach is very much the same. And it's really about being able to bring out, this, this is the part I love about my job, whether it's in that kind of life coaching perspective or, or business consulting, is I get to witness people's faces when they realize, holy shit, I could do this. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. You know? And on a problem that they thought, you know, it's been years, there's no way I can, I can get here, I've tried everything. And when I look, see that look on their face where they're like, ding, you know, just amazing. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I do what I do. That's why I decided to do what I do. Yeah. What do you think keeps people back the most? Like from your experience, what are some of the, um, what are some of the excuses that, that always come? I, I honestly think Nick, it's, um, I mean, there's a combination of bad habits, but it's, it's, uh, sorry, mindset, but like, um, you know, um, a limiting mindset, but it's bad habits. It's sometimes it's as simple as that. And I mean, we're governed by habits. I mean, you know this, point, yeah. right? You wake up in the morning, I guarantee you that if I put a video camera on you for like, you know, 14 days straight, you're doing the exact yeah. same thing. You're waking up, you're doing your routine, you're brushing your teeth, you're washing your hair, you're combing, you know, like you're getting dressed and you're walking through the same thing. Yeah, I would say I, if I look at myself, yeah. I would say my, two, my top two things, one would be, um, you know, uh, have my bad habits, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. uh, I know most of the time what I have to do and, and you sort of get right. And I would say my second one is probably the fear of failure, like the fear of putting yourself out there and, yeah, you know. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. And uh, that's where a lot of that inner work has right. to happen, that mindset work, right. like we were saying before. But like, you know, again, if you're not going to get past that, so, you know, let's just say, you know, you are a business owner, but, you know, if, if you're in a different context in a different industry, and you have that limiting belief. Mm -hmm. Well, I could sit there all day long talking about, let's work on your business strategy as a company, let's work on your HR structure and how you're, you're structured internally. It's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Because with every single solution that's actually gonna be laid out to you on a silver platter, yeah. you're gonna say, I don't deserve this. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, I don't know about this. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm worth this. Deep right. down inside, yeah. I don't know if I'm worth this because this, this is the world I know and I like living in this kind of mm. small environment safe where everything is safe, yeah. exactly. So you know, going back to that question of habits, you know, um, fast forward to that person waking up at home and they, you know, they, ha they happen to drive into work. You know, let's just say they're, they're going to work. By the time they get into work, what do you think happens? Habits. They're talking to their people the same way. They're talking to, you know, if yeah. they're a leader, they're talking to their managers the same way. They're asking for the same results. We're on autopilot. Right? Unless we... Exactly. I, exactly. I, I mean, I, so, my routine, I can just feel it. You know, you can, it could be 10 o'clock in the morning and you're just, you didn't even think about what you're doing. You just, I get out of bed. It's all, it's so mechanical. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the toughest part to puncture through. You know, like I was working with a client a couple months back, 20 years um, doing the same thing. It was, you know, and, and, and proud of it. Yeah. You know, that typical yeah. family business run. I started this 20 years ago. This is how I do it. And, um, you know. But some people, are, some people are happy that way. Some people are happy, but they no. called me. So right. there's a reason why, there's a reason why they called me, right? Because you're talking about two people who are not like that. Ex exactly. No, no. But I mean, they did reach out and they yeah. said, listen, we know that some things have to change. But they gave me the spiel. You know, I got the spiel from, you know, the old man and I've been here for 20 years and this is how I do things. And, you know, I started this and, you know, I'm proud that I still go around every morning and I can catch people screwing up 
on the floor and I, you know, I sit down next to them, I tell them how it's done and you're never going to pull a fast one over me. That's a tough mindset to start. Yeah. It's, it's cemented as I call it. You got to like break, yeah. break, chip away. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like for me, it was a very simple solution. Like, you know, they were asking, you know, how, how do we get to that next level of growth? For me, the business problem side of it was very easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, build up your, your marketing plan, look at your sales pipeline. Do you even know how you're like very straightforward, but that wasn't going to be the issue on that engagement. Yeah. It was going to be to get the old man to say, I need to take a step back yeah. and I need to let my people manage and lead us to get to that next level, yeah. you know, because it wasn't going to happen on his shoulders because I mean, let's face it, you're, you, you guys know this as an entrepreneur, as an owner, there's only so far you can take your business on your own shoulders. Good point. Right. When you learn to get it off your shoulders, exponential growth. Right? You can literally have that same machine working you know, uh, for, for 20 people, for 100 people, for 1,000 people. Yeah. So that was, I knew that was going to be my biggest challenge was to get that mindset shift first. And then we can talk about the business strategy. I mean, that's exactly what happened. But it was, uh, it was a bit of a struggle. You know, like, yeah, we're, you know, we're, I'm going, we're going through that here. So we, you know, me and my, my director of operations, we're talking about trying to expand and go into other, uh, other areas and so on. And our biggest thing is that we're I'm bogged down in my medical practice, and she's bogged down in you know uh, the day-to-day yeah. Yeah. stuff that we need to, to day, yeah. both dish off and and, yeah. and subcontract out to other employees, so to speak. That's it. And That's work it. on work on the big picture. So, yeah. Um, you, you know, it's it's amazing how common the issues are and you're not you're not alone like everyone goes through that I mean every organization at a certain point in time has gone through that so you know you look at all big business in in North America every single one of those entities has gone through that exact problem Mm -hmm. where there was a group of five a group of ten people and then all of a sudden they're like man I I I can't keep doing this I can't you know be the one that comes in every day and works 60 hours and you know because I can only get it you know so far and I mean, the reality is, and this is what I love telling my clients, you know, if you're not spending 80% of your time working on activities that are growing the business, um, improving process, improving your people, coaching and developing them, um, working with other areas in your business to push things forward, as a leader or a manager, you're doing your job wrong. I'm like, doing my job. Plain, plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What do you feel you're doing, Andrew? Well, okay, so, so again, my issue is different because aside from, you know, running our business here, I'm also a big part of the product. Yeah. So it's, yeah. right? So, I mean, we, like our, my urology practice, I am the product. Our sexual business and, and yeah. sexual wellness and stuff like that, they're really more the, the, the owner manager of that division. But I'm too focused on being the product which i have to be i mean that's, yeah. that's my yeah that's my so my job, so so yeah it's hard to do both so my you know um top of the mountain coaching question to you would be you obviously have heard of practices that i'm sure are you know 50 employees and um you know are, are, are making you know in terms of revenue maybe uh, 20 times your current size right they exist mm-hmm. right probably Right? Yeah, for we, sure. Uh, no, I'll tell you for a fact, they do, they exist, do exist, right? They do exist. Yeah. So how are you going to get there? 
uh, still when, working when the way I you're working. Deploy, when, when, <laughs> no, but you see, no, what it's true because but, I, because yeah. I, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. I want to grow and and yeah. um, and expand. And again, I'm not I'm not one of those who's content in the box. I love the I love yeah. the journey. Yeah, I yeah, love, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. There's never there's never a summit that doesn't have a next summit. Yeah. But that's just my makeup. So. Um, and, and you know what? What you know? I, I see it already in your eyes. The way you talk about it, Andrew. You're 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 a passionate right. individual that has started things up. But the, again, so that sub question is: How are we going to package all of that passion, right. all of that drive, all of that you know um, um, ownership in your right. business? And you are the face. Yeah. We're not going to change that. Mm -hmm. How are we going to maintain all that mm -hmm. and get you to a fifty right. employee business? Right. Like that. That to me is your. Like top of the mountain question, and right. everything you know, we would do. And I just, you know, I'm just saying how how I work with my right. clients. Everything will stem from that now. Right. So that strategy, that vision and plan that we would start building up, mm -hmm. is going to come from exactly that. And it's not going to be me telling you. Mm -hmm. It's going to be us working through those types of reflection and questions, so that you start to see, holy shit, you know, right. in two years from now, I can get yeah. there. Right. And it's just going to be about. Sorry about dropping the S. Yeah, I forgot to ask you about the protocol. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, but <laughs> but goes. But you know what I mean, and it's going to be exactly that. And that right. we're going to lay that out. And if it means that we have to look at you know your internal structure yeah. and how you're set up with your staff and your people and your org chart, we look at that. If we're going to have to look at your your you know your marketing, your sales forecasting, and you know mm -hmm. what. How many actual sales are you making at that point? Mm -hmm. Where are these sales going to come from? Do you need to go into different markets and stuff like that? Those are all of the, the activities that, that we do together. But again, none of that's going to happen, like going back before. If you don't believe you can actually get there, mm -hmm. or you're too stuck in yourself saying, yeah, but I like being in control right. of my two or three so, people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoy that. That gives me validation. I feel good about myself. Right. Well, I'll, I'll sit there all day long asking you questions and telling you you could go here and you could go there and you'll just say, yeah, 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 whatever. And mm -hmm. probably tell your friends, ah, you know, don't work with consultants. They don't do anything for you. And, right, you know. right, right. But you see, another question I think sir, is, is, is your why. It's so yeah. like we talk about that yeah, yeah, why. Yeah. So, I mean, I look at and, and I've said your this. Your why? Your why. Like my yeah. why is very clear. Yeah. I love when your I wife. started my business, why I'm going online, I've said it, and I said it in yeah. 10 years, my plan is to move to Greece, to live on a little island, have a training camp, do yeah. my online stuff. That is the overall summum goal yep. that I visualize, that I'm, that I'm, you know, placing all and stacking yeah. all yeah. the chips yeah. Yeah. towards. Because I've that's, seen your drawings of yeah, of, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, yeah that's yeah. my I know, overall. I know how clear it is. Yeah. That's my. That's how clear I am with the overall yeah. mission and goal. And I think that's yeah. really important to be clear in, or else you're just going to go all over the place, and you yeah. might, you might be going in all different directions, but without really knowing the real end end goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't agree more. You know, why is that question um, that I ask all my clients? Um, the why of why I started my business, you know, I named it Ikigai Coaching. You know, the Ikigai is, is basically a Japanese term for a reason for being, for purpose. You know, I'm inspired by purpose. Ikigai? Ikigai, yeah. It's, it's just, you know, and it was, um, I mean, if you Google it, you'll, you'll get, you know, the phone book on, in terms of, uh, you know, what it is. But I'm inspired by purpose. I'm inspired by, you know, uh, w waking up and feeling like I'm in the exact spot that you wanna be I want to be. Sense. 
you know, and that's you know um, uh, that's where I like to get my clients. I like to push them into that space and ask them that question. You know, the, the why, like, why do you want to grow to fifty people? You know, right? If it's going to be about money, um, it'll be strong, but it'll it, you know those, those are. Those are whys that may fizzle after yeah, a year or two, you know? Mm -hmm. if, it, if it has a deeper connection to, you know what, I want to impact more people's lives. I want to I heal more people. Yeah. I want to grow my practice so I can actually heal more people with the medical issues they're going through. Well, you know what, I'll, I'll put my money on that's going to be a, a stronger why. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a stronger why that when you wake up, you know, a year, uh, 18 months down the road, mm -hmm. you're still saying, I know exactly where I'm going, right? What do you think is your why, Andrew? My why? Is it, because we're, we're both very driven and motivated, and it's like, like you said, when, we, when I get to the finish line, the finish line's already been pushed. It yeah. keeps being pushed, so yeah. it never ends. Yeah. So I, I love those little victories. Yeah. It's just a shot of, of adrenaline, adrenaline yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's why I say to me, I don't see that I need to get to that summit, you know? Because to me, it's all its all about, and maybe it's a little cliche, but it's all about the journey. I yeah. love yeah. the yeah, journey. Yeah, 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 it's beautiful. You know? Yeah. So to yeah. have the journey, you always have to have some sort of, uh, of goals or, you know, well, my goals are to be better than I was yesterday mm -hmm. or last week. But uh, I love the journey. I, I, I love having our brainstorming sessions, yeah, and, fun, you know? Yeah. I guess yeah, that's yeah, my... Yeah. And uh, I, I'm really happy you mentioned that because, you know, if you're able to mix the two, mm. you know, yeah, pff, beautiful, you know, like being able to say on the overall, that's where I'm going. Right. But every single day, just stopping and enjoying, you know, the floor and saying, ah, you know what, I kind of like being here right now, you know, and this is, I, I, I'm not, this is different from six months ago and, yeah. you know, and look at the, look at the, the, the sun and the birds around, mm. like, but that's you know yeah. that's the ride you know exactly and if you're able to get get yeah, both exactly. in yeah I think that's that's a that's a fulfilling life like in well, in all regards when you were public how did you like if you compare when you were public to private how do you feel Andrew like what was the well I mean I just it, it's you know I, you just come in and see patients and go home like there's no <clears throat> in the beginning it was exciting to be a doctor and so on and it still is because there's still so much mental challenges but um but after 18 years it gets redundant mm -hmm. you know and i don't i see a lot of people in their jobs they're in that box yeah. and uh and they're stuck in that box so i'm i'm, I'm really interested in in you know it sounds interesting about what you did but i'm always interested in the backstory behind it yeah so how yeah. what made you get into this or or so start i mean this? yeah i um you know, I, I came from the corporate world, so I, I spent the last 15 years um, as an executive vi uh, vice president and, you know, big business and just, um, you know, leading people and managing people, all, um, which, you know, uh, looking back on it, didn't even realize that that was my coaching and development training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and quite honestly, you know, that's, that's the part of my job I love the most. So um, when I uh, when I left, uh, you know, my last job. This was uh, September of last year. I took a couple months off, and I said, you know what? Um, I was 43 at, at that point in time, and I said, listen, I'm not going to jump into the next thing right away. I mean, how often do I, you know, get the chance to kind of think about the next step? Um, so I, you know, 
I kind of took a couple months off, um, and I actually, you know, while maybe applying to a couple of things here and there, but just out of habit, mm -hmm. again, habit, mm -hmm. I realized, you know what, there's nothing else I, I want to do more than coaching and developing people for mm -hmm. the rest of my life, you know, and getting to those breakthrough moments and getting people to push through and to see, you know, different ways that they can, you know, impact their own lives to, mm -hmm. to push into territory that they haven't gone. So I decided to get certified, became a um, professional certified life coach mm -hmm. um, last November. And then, uh, you know, just open shop. So started with, you know, and I really kind of started with life coaching first because that was, you know, that was, you know, sometimes I think in life you want to do those different things mm -hmm. first because, you know, like I don't want to do what I did. I want to try something different. Um, and funnily enough, um, you know, people just started reaching out to me saying, hey, like, can you, you, can you help me with this business issue we're having? Because we know that you've been doing something similar like for the last yeah. 15 years. So it just kind of became this organic, right? you know, uh, and I was actually pushing away at first and saying, no, I'm a life coach now. And right, I, right. you know, I'm a certified life coach <laughs> is what I want to do. But right. at a certain point, you just kind of fight it. And, you know, and I realized what the hell am I doing here? This, there's actually a great opportunity here yeah. because let's, let's face it, to build up better leadership and management in organizations, um, now I actually have the life coaching background to actually bring right. in there, yeah. you know, and quite honestly, I can't, I can't tell you, like, I'd say almost 80% of clients I work with on the business and the leadership side, there's always a life problem that's, yeah, that, sure. that pops up, yeah. you know, when I ask, well, you know, where does this behavior come from in terms of like managing this way? Right. You know, and when you dig a little bit, well, you know, back in high school, like I just never felt like I fit in and yeah, all of a sudden all this stuff comes comes out and you realize, oh man, like there's a direct correlation because I mean, and let's face it guys, a leader or a manager is a person. Yeah, mm -hmm. good point. They're not robots yet, yeah, you know, yeah. like. Speaking about leaders and managers, I yeah. have a, a great question because I, I, I follow some of the, uh, the big guys. When you look at the, the giants, the Steve Jobs and yeah. the Elon Musk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who do you see as a, someone we want to emulate or someone who's got it, who did it right or someone who, or yeah. what, what, what great uh, skills can you extract or it's different from all of them? I think it's going to come out of personal choice. I mean, let's right. face it. I mean, you know, that's why everyone's got different heroes, you know? Mm -hmm. I got Bruce Lee as a hero. You know, I got Jimi Hendrix as a hero. I mean, mm -hmm. those, those, are, those are my heroes and those are people I look up to. Steve Jobs, I admired a lot in terms of what he, he did at Apple. But, you know, Elon Musk... I, I don't I don't know if, for whatever reason it is I just don't relate to mm -hmm. that much. But let's face it, I mean they got there. Yeah. They're crushing it but in they their, got in their there own respect. multiple times. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's incredible. Absolutely, and you know I think one of the biggest um, things that I see repeated in those leaders mm -hmm. um, is just they figured out that to be successful, mm -hmm. failure is part of it. Yes, I keep on telling that to my daughters. Yeah. you know. Yeah. You win some, you win some, you learn some. Yeah. You got to get, you, know, I mean, yeah. you got to scrape yeah, your knees, yeah, you got to yeah. fall, you yeah. got to. Yeah, but if you're not comfortable um, with failing, and I mean, I'm personal struggle, yeah. um, but, you know, I, I'm a personality type that like uh, oh. really wants perfection. Yeah. And worse off, doing a self-reflection on myself that wants to come across as doing something I, I perfect. I know, but our right? society is, is training people not to fail yeah, our, our, well we, let's we face it everything before yeah. you know my girls soccer team everyone gets a trophy yeah nobody loses you know yeah. Uh, yeah. the school play everybody makes it and gets a part as opposed to when I was in high school or 
uh, you know, some people made it, some people didn't. Some people made the basketball team, some people didn't. Yeah. Some, yep. You know, yep. the, everyone, you know, the, the, the averages in school are, are in the mid, mid to high 80s, you know. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. I mean, nobody, look, look at social media. Fail. Yeah. 90% of social media is perfection, right? Yeah. Right. That's true. People looking good, so people living a life, people on a private jet, on a beach, like, but the, you don't rent them to take pictures just to show <laughs> exactly them. Right. But you don't see the 20 takes before that where, you know, maybe they were miserable and shouting at their staff and, you know, freaking out about like how, in, you know, imperfect things are around. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. That's the culture that's, that's but I think in right? reality, yeah, all this catches up to them. Yeah. At some point, and I says to them, at some point I tell my son, you will fail. I go, yeah. nobody's born good at it. You become yeah. good yeah. at it yeah. through working hard, being consistent, working, like n having a goal and not stopping until you get and it. understanding how to fail and learn from your failure. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, mentally, you're absolutely right, Nick. I, 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 it takes a toll on any individual, you know, to be able to keep up, and I, I, I'm talking out of personal experience here, guys, to keep up an image Oh my God! It's to to keep up this aspect of you know what I'm successful or you know this is everything you know, is perfect. My life is we see perfect. we my, see them on 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 social media. It's very taxing, and it's yeah. it's it's taxing uh, emotionally. It's taxing mentally on on an individual. And um, when again, and going back to that Elon Musk and Steve Jobs discussion, you know, I think they just got comfortable at failing, yeah. like publicly, and just realized, you know what. Yeah, Whatever. I've, I've seen some interviews with the Steve Jobs when he was yeah. fired from Apple yeah. and how yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and you know what? They just said, "All right, this didn't work out." I mean, obviously, they're playing in a whole different capital <laughs> sphere at that point. Yeah. When it's like you know, fifty million dollars failed. Oh, who cares? But, but I'll, I'll tell you my theory on failure. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I tell people if you were to fail. Yeah. And nobody was there to see you. Yeah. Would it Would it matter as much as you failing? So I think there's. Because I've heard people, if I fail, what are my parents going to, what are they yeah, going to think? Go. So yeah. there's, there's this yeah. fear of yeah. somebody failing. But if, if you failed and nobody was there to, to point out you failed, yeah. you probably wouldn't care as much. And I do believe there's a factor in there that comes to play. I, I think it comes down, again, um, it comes down to personality type and how you're built. Um, again, I would have still felt crap about myself, even if no one was looking, because I just would have beat myself up saying, you know, how the hell did you fail? But you're right. Other people would just—it's really more about the the external and what how does it look. Hear, what you're gonna get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I think there's a you know there, there's a there's a mix of everything in there. But um, there's this wonderful thing that happens when you realize, yeah, okay, I failed, but it's part of the journey. Like the journey you were talking about before. Like it's part of the journey. Yeah. I may have to fail, you know, 20 times yeah, to yeah. hit one big success. I had a friend yesterday that called me. He's been working on a project for six years, you know? He's been working on something for six years and he, I mean, he, like, you know, he had different partners. He poured in a lot of his own money into it. He hit walls. He had people telling him, no, 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 we don't want this. Get out of our faces. And yesterday he called me in, in near tears and said, I'm calling him before, you know, uh, one of my really good friends, before even calling my wife because I just walked out of this meeting and I think I'm gonna be able to get this thing going, you know, across North America, over 7,000 distribution points. Like, it's like, good for you, man. Like, good but, for but you. But he had to hammer it out. But he had how to many, hammer it out. he knows exactly. he's gonna have to do hard work, exactly. persistence, and manage the failures. Exactly. And I think, I think, 
one of the things, the benefits when we were younger, and this is a great example, when I, when I, you know, I did the trials for the basketball team, I got cut the first year. Yeah. Right, my coach goes, no, you're, you know, you're cut. And I remember that summer before the tryouts, I, every night yeah. I was playing, with, there was a light I'd found right under the, and I was just throwing that free throw over and over. And the next year I made it and I was even starting sometimes. That's what I'm worried that the kids won't get mm. today because I got, I got, I failed so many times, right? Yeah. So many times that failure for me doesn't even, I look at it as, well, it didn't work out that yeah. way. Let me try it a different way. And I think there's the belief and the mindset and what you give it as a yeah. value to yeah. you that's, yeah. that's really yeah. comes to play. Uh, I think, you know, you, Andrew, you said it great before, you know, like that work ethic. Um, it comes down to just yeah, work. Like it's not about the result. Yeah, yeah. It's about just put in the work. Yeah. Um, I try to, you know, um, tell my kids. But, but, but can you teach that? I always say the, the 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 success, the baseline to success is work ethic. Yeah. Some people are just more lazy. We, we worked at McDonald's. Remember, we actually I met Norm. We worked at McDonald's when I was sixteen years yeah, old. You, you want to talk about value for yeah. like earning your your dollar? Yeah, yeah exactly. Flipping burgers. Yeah, 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 Sweating your, you know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think it comes down to environment. You know, like yeah. if a, a child grows up in a household, um, and I actually had a, a client I was talking to this past week, um, a lot of performance anxiety. Like she is in her 30s now, but like, you know, fear of failure, anxiety about performing well at work, all this stuff really like, you know, um, to the point where she gets physical symptoms. It must be stressful. Yeah, constantly and, and you know where it came from. It came from when she was younger and her, um, you know, someone in her family just like pushing like in a not healthy manner yeah. for results. Right. Yeah. And you know, um, and just driving in her head that like it's all about who cares about how long you study. It's all about the results. It's all about the results. Mm -hmm. If you're growing up in that atmosphere, yeah. absolutely. You're, I mean, you're just gonna be. Uh, you know, you, you fail once and it's going to be like, you know, let go of everything because, you know, it's all about the results. You grew up in another household and this is what I try to impart to my kids. It's, hey, did you try your best? But don't bullshit me. Did you really try your best? Because I saw you on your iPad for a couple of hours last night and that didn't seem like, you know, you were trying your best. But if you really tried your best, I don't care, you know? Honestly, like, let's face it. I mean, it's elementary school, it's high school. I mean, like, yeah. that's not really the, the big deal. Um, I think of that kind of culture atmosphere as what you kind of, you know, um, encourage. You probably have less of this kind of anxiety about results yeah. and people just sticking with the work because you know what? It's about the work and it's about, you know, the hard work. Um, but it's, it's not easy, you know? It's not easy, I mean, to, to work for six years on something and be constantly be told no, no, no. For sure. And have the resiliency to just say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going back up because, um, you know, this is what I do, yeah. But the why helps, he had a why as well. Yeah. Yeah, I kept him going. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Norman, thank, thank you, you so much for coming on Pleasure, the show. Pleasure, gentlemen, yeah. Uh, where can people find you, Norman? Uh, online, www.ikigaiprocoaching.com. How do you spell um, Ikigai? Ikigai. I-K-I-G-A-I. Or just go on LinkedIn, Norm Tam. Perfect. I'll put the yep. link in the comment box. The, uh, on our Instagram account also. So Norm, thank you for having the... You, you got to like the box. I got to yeah, do it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird, man. That's, That's a little freaky. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Thanks, guys.